happy tenant is a good tenant. We did not intend to be in the property management business. The property management industry is very sharing. We're providing housing for human lives. And life happens to everybody. You don't manage as many properties as I do without the stories. Like six grown men jump back like, what the hell was that? Something's about to eat us. You're listening to the Property Manager Podcast, brought to you by Buildium. Real stories, real people. I'm Tony Milo from Buildium, and this is the Property Manager Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Property Manager Podcast. My name is Tony Milo, and I am here, as always, with Rachel Graham, Fred Tracy. So we are ready to get going today and talk about what we recorded on episode 13 with Jonathan George. Now... What struck me the most, actually, with uh, talking with Jonathan was how pragmatic he was and how he just really went for everything and figured it out himself, all based around data. Um, And this has really been his vision from from the get-go. He's been a long-time customer of Buildium. Rachel, what what struck you most about the interview? Yeah, I think the data piece is... It was really striking to me, too, because he has this wonderful way of saying, all right, I'm going to try it, and then I'm going to look at the numbers, and I'm going to see what it did. And if I like the numbers, then I'll keep doing it. And he's just always pushing for um, improved efficiency. He's looking for um, new ways to do things. And uh, the piece that I actually really loved the most is that um, he listens. Like, when he's looking at the data, he he thinks about it. And so whether it's feedback on a ratings and review site or whether it's um, you know numbers in a spreadsheet, like, he's always looking for that interpretation so that he can keep getting better at what he does. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, another thing to keep in mind, and we got into this in the interview, is that he manages his team completely remotely. Like, there is no Zen property management office. And so really, that's a huge accomplishment for a small business to, to maintain a culture, to, you know, successfully train and educate your staff as well and maintain that level of customer service. That is not easy to do. And it really takes um, a strong sense of process, which he's been able to develop over the years. Um, and it's not something that really, from, from my standpoint, has, has stood still. Um, he has had to evolve this in order to to keep it strong and to keep his uh, to keep his customer service where it needs to be. He is very present with his staff, even though they're so distributed. When they had the ability to move into using G Suite for creating you know documents and spreadsheets, the like he's in there and they're communicating and they're chatting frequently during the day uh, to make sure that everything is uh, going well. So he's very present for his team. Yeah, and I also think. Communication is one thing, but something that he's really laid out is a culture of transparency, not only internally, but externally. So property managers often will upcharge for things like labor, maintenance, but he's really tried to establish in his business model from a client perspective not to do that by tracking every single hour. And you know, both of you know, as long as you have known me, that that is something that I have always been behind not only externally but internally it just it holds accountability and especially if you have remote workers women lie men lie numbers don't quote by jay-z and, and i can vouch for that with fred i've known him for years and uh, all of that is a true story fred you've met him yeah i met jonathan and everyone at the zen group when they still had an office it was my first video shoot for buildium and looking back at it It was cool to see how they committed to the whole Zen office vibe with their decor. They had gongs. They had, um, what are those tiny plants called? Bonsai trees? Yeah. Bonsais. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Banzai! Yeah, so we'll get into that. So, <laughs> so all right. So, w with that said, I don't think we can get, get you know, reach a higher note than that. So, we'll just hand it over. Let's start the interview. Let's roll it. So, tell me a little bit about Zen. You guys are out of Warwick, Rhode Island, right? Correct, yes. Uh, we are based in Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, I've been a agent for uh, about 12 years. Um started Zen about four years ago and um, basically we're a full service brokerage. Uh, we handle uh, leasing, we do property management, uh, we do sales and purchasing. So yeah, we're, uh, we're pretty much all over Rhode Island. And uh, that's something, there's something pretty unique about the way that Zen does business that, you know, I feel like uh, that I, I've caught a glimpse of, then um, maybe you could, you could talk a little bit about it. And for me, I, I think it was the fact that you guys do everything remotely. We do, yes. Um, we are entirely cloud-based. Um, so all of our operations, uh, as far as what we do uh, behind the scenes, um, are done online, virtually. Um, we've basically decided on that model. When we started the business, uh, we knew we were eventually going to transition to being completely cloud-based. Um, we didn't quite get there right away, um, but yeah, that that we're pretty much on the um, the cusp of the change here as far as where we see uh, the real estate industry going. Yeah, and you've been a, a Buildium customer for oh, several years at the, at this point. So tell Quite me about while, yeah, yeah a, a long a long time, and and so it's just interesting that how technology has allowed you to, you know, really be that remote based business, which for, I'm sure a lot of property managers is something that they wouldn't normally, um, they wouldn't be first to think is even possible. Yeah. So at first it wasn't really possible. I mean, we had the ideas, we had the concept, uh, we had the drive, um, but you know, the systems, uh, wasn't quite in place yet. The, um, the, the, uh, services and software, um, sectors haven't really, hadn't really caught up at that time. Um, so yeah, we basically needed to, um, really not kind of scale our, our vision back, but kind of, you know, progress a little bit more slowly to, to, to allow the industry to adopt it a little more easily. So, yeah, that's and I would imagine anything you're trying to, you know, pretty much put into action, pretty complex processes. There are a lot of people involved. You've got, you know, residents, you've got owners and, and there's a lot of moving pieces. So what are really the pros and cons of, of not having a physical office space um, and really doing everything remotely like you've been doing? Since you're at this point, you're a seasoned pro at it. You've been doing it for, for a while. I mean, starting with the, the cons. Uh, so we, we actually just closed down our brick and mortar office uh, in the fall of last year. Um, we did always maintain a very small footprint with our office. It was mainly just a, a central hub for, uh, you know, for our, our staff to meet if we needed to. Um, but, you know, as time went on, we realized even though we were still getting folks stopping by the office, wanting to fill out lease applications and drop off rent and so forth, um, as time went on, we really realized we really didn't need um, a physical presence. Um, but, you know, folks still expect that. They still, you know, expect to, uh, you know, where do I drop my rent off? Uh, can I just stop by and chat with you about this apartment real quick? And, um, you know, they still want that face-to-face. -face. So that, that's been the, the challenge um, is basically getting folks to uh, realize the benefit 
that they don't have to actually get in their car and drive down just to have a, you know, a simple conversation that we could probably, uh, uh, you know, implement more effectively online. Um, so that that's the cons, um, you know, is getting getting people to to trust that we are a legitimate company, um, sure. you know. Um, and the pros, I, it's been great. Uh, we have been able to cut back significantly on overhead. We have uh, taken a lot of those previous expenses from the office, and we've reallocated that to technology. Um, and it's really allowed us to really focus on uh, where we want to be. That's great. And let me just go back to one thing that you mentioned, uh, being recognized as a legitimate company. And clearly, online reviews can have a lot to do with that these days. And you know, I know that when I look for any kind of um, you know, business or uh, if I'm looking to buy something, I'm, I want to find those reviews online because it just, you know, it, it shows me that they're they're credible and that, that there's something behind it. Where, what are you finding that people are looking at these days when they're evaluating your company? Because I know that that's always changing their, you know, of course, I could imagine Google, maybe Yelp, just depending on where you where you are. Correct. Yeah. I mean, traditionally, we, we have always been, um, for the most part, very organically um our gro- our business have grown very organically so we've been word of mouth uh referrals repeat business um but over the years as we have continued to um shift into the cloud sector um we have really realized the importance of online reviews which to be quite honest we you know before we we personally i, I really don't feel as if in it being a service-based um company um, that it's completely uh, unbiased. Um, you know, usually you get a lot of folks that will come on and they'll, you know, they usually only will give you a review when, <laughs> when they're not, when it's bad, right? Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it. we've been trying to focus on basically getting all kinds of reviews and all kinds of feedback, the good and the bad, so right. we can really learn uh, and adjust from that. Um, and, you know, we're not the kind of company that's going to go begging our clients for good reviews and, you know, asking our friends and family and colleagues for just to go and put a, you know, give us a five-star review because... Sure, that's we, just not honest. It's not it's not accurate. So, um, yeah, so we've really just, uh, we understand the importance now of, of the online uh, presence as being a cloud-based company. And um, we're just trying to reestablish and... and, and uh, and uh, grow that uh, that review base. Yeah, and how do you work that into your process? I, you know, I've I've seen it happen with um, with realtors, and you know, I, I can imagine there are, there are a whole variety of ways to sort of you know, in the right moment when when you want to ask for a review from your owners. Um, hey, how do you generally go about that and 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 look uh, look to do it in you know a professional, unbiased way? Yeah, so it's it's really just about just just being honest and saying, hey, you know. Um, Good, bad, and different. Uh, you know, your your uh, review is a, your information is important for other folks uh, as a cloud-based business. So, you know, we welcome if if you have you know criticism, we welcome you to make that public so we can have a, an honest discussion about that. Um, and that that's that's really the you know how how we approach it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so another thing too that came up and you know when that comes up when one thinks of you know a remote property management company is maintaining the culture and, and making sure that you can, you know, keep your level of service up um, among all the team members. So how, how is that, how is that something that you do? How do you do that at Zen? Like, how is that something that you, you keep up 
um, with within the team? Yes, it's been um, it's been a challenge. Uh, I will admit, being cloud based um, without an, an actual office. I mean, previously when we had the the brick and mortar office, it was nice because you know we we would be able to kind of collaborate in the morning on what was going on for the day's maintenance. Um, you know, talk about some vacancies that might be coming up, but um, you know, now we utilize a lot of uh, strong communication tools. Uh, we are G Suite sure. users, so we you know we have the uh, a lot of uh, chats throughout the day. We're always in contact with each other. Sure. Uh, we do video calls, uh, you know, a few times a day. Um, so it's really. You know, I think one, it's maintaining strong communication with the team members, and two, it's also letting folks know, hey, you know, just because things may be quiet a little bit, you know, you work from home, um, we're here to help. You know, if you need help with something, reach out. Let's let's solve solve the problems together, um, and, and that's really been important in, in establishing a strong uh, uh, culture here at Zen. Yeah, definitely. So that to reiterate, just having a, a strong suite of tech tools that you use to communicate. Um, you know, and and then also just you know keeping up that that uh, consultative approach, right? And having that open door kind of policy to make sure that communication is actually flowing. It makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. And we, we do have a lot of checks and balances um, in place. Uh, also, that you know, being being remote, it's it allows us to make sure that um, you know we are doing things correctly and efficiently and uh, in a, you know in a timely manner. Um, so that's, again, where the technology does help quite a bit. Yes, yeah, so this is the perfect segue into uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, which, which I know that you are a data nerd. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, of course, you've been using property management software for a long time. You use all types of different software and technology to help you um, manage this remote team and keep a cohesive culture. But how wh- I'm curious what um, what you've been looking at recently with your tech stack um, and how to really improve that to, you know, to automate and, you know, make it even make communication even better and make your processes even better. Yeah, it's, it's a constant process. Um, you know, I personally don't have any, uh, actual, uh, educational experience in, in technology. It's basically just been, uh, something that has been organically, you know, part of my life. Um, with the tech stack, it's been, you know, it's been a challenge over the years. Um, originally, when we uh, decided to uh, become cloud-based, um, we had the concept that okay, let's you know, let's do this. Let's make everything online and and have everything connect and flow. And um, and in reality, we qu- quickly realized that you know, on on a, on a small company budget and and uh, uh, staff, uh, it's just not possible to have your your own um, perfect customized uh, uh, product, of course. Uh, uh, you know, inf- infrastructure. So basically, we're just constantly looking at what we're doing, uh, what works, what doesn't work. Um, we're evaluating, uh, you know, other other types of platforms out there, seeing what plays nice, and in keeping track of that. So we have pretty... Um, pretty detailed uh, notes on our workflows and our processes. And, um, you know, we may get very far into a, uh, a process and then realize, okay, well, this, this works up to this point, but it doesn't allow us to cross to the next threshold. So then we either need to back backpedal or, um, you know, look for a new bridge to, to, to be able to get to the next level. Sure. 
So. Yeah, sure. And what um, what processes specifically like do you find that you you are, are looking to improve or in order to make you know better decisions with the data that you collect? Like, what are you what are you finding? Is a challenge or is working well? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it it all does come down to the data. Um, you know, that it's the data comes in, the data gets processed, the data goes out. Um, you know, you can you can apply that to anything. So you can apply that to communications. So communications is a huge challenge. Um, you know, because there's so many ways for people uh, to be able to reach out to us. Uh, we need to make it effective for both parties, for us processing and for them reaching out. Um, but, you know, we've, we've found that, um, you know, with more and more, uh, you know, companies offering API and there being uh, other bridges like Zapier um, has allowed us to at least um, map a lot of that data and get that data to where it needs to be. Um, so we're not constantly backpedaling and, uh, you know, doing things twice and constantly rechecking what we're doing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, and Zapier or Zapier, um, for those Zapier, of you. Zapier, Zapier, yeah. Zapier, Zapier, you say Zapier, <laughs> I say Zapier. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's actually a really interesting piece of, of technology that connects like different apps. So you're able mm. to like connect workflows from like one API to the next in like your own customized way. So like if, for example, you got an email um, to your Gmail account with a certain keyword in it, that might trigger Zapier to um, maybe download the attachment and then put it into a specific folder and then ping you in another app. Um, and, and so I'm curious what ways, uh, what ways you're using Zapier um, just because that, yeah, it's it's a really interesting, flexible solution. And it is it is a very very um, uh, valuable and interesting, massively useful um, tool. Uh, I mean, one 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 example, um, just off the top of my head here, maybe not specifically related to property management, but um, on our website uh, we have um, an offer to purchase. So if somebody wants to purchase, uh, you know, a property. Uh, one of our properties for sale, um, they can go right on our site. They could submit a form um, with all their details. And that then uh, puts into motion a set of uh, triggers, which comes through to our CRM. Uh, this, is, this is all through Zapier, Zapier. Uh, comes right through to our CRM, sets up an alert for whichever you know, whoever owns that listing, whichever agent it is, they can get all the agent's details and all the details of the offer right in the CRM and then be able to quickly get that information over to the client for, for review. Um, and then following back up on, you know, on, on any counter offers, it's all already in the system. So we're not having to spend the time entering all the, all the data over again. Um, so it's just, just one, one small example of how it's, you know, working smarter, not harder. To get, to get the same result. Yeah, that's that sounds awesome. Um, and so along those same lines, can you sort of name any wins that, you know, technology like like um, like the one we're describing, Zapier, Zapier, is, has helped you sort of optimize and win on a process where, in, you know, in the past you really haven't been able to? Yeah, not so much uh, with, with, the, with the Zapier, uh, the APIs. Uh, I guess the, for us the biggest win in for 2019 so far has been restructuring our um, our property management fee structure um, our fee our model so traditionally um, and we've we've been a party to this also um, traditionally what we understand is that 
you know, folks, landlords get charged a certain percentage of the monthly rent. Uh, and in return, the property manager will provide a certain um, a, a bundle of services. Um, the problem we found with that model is that if you are exceeding, you know, the, the cost of what, what you're actually collecting for those management fees, often the manager has to make up for that somewhere. And that may be upcharging, you know, maintenance, maybe upcharging parts and things like that, labor. Um, so we have basically really kind of simplified the process. We have we now offer um, what we call the core suite of services. So we have a flat fee per unit per month, very low fee. It's $25 a unit. And um, through our, our technology now, we actually are able to track using, you know, the work order numbers from Buildium and through our time tracking systems, um, we actually track per, per the, uh, the minute every single task we're working on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's efficient. It's very efficient. It's, you know, and it took a little while to get used to because it's, you know, you, you have to really come up with some constructive ways to, to, to make it work. So, you know, because some things only take a couple of minutes. Um, but at the end of the day, we found that we were, you know, not only were, were we, uh, you know, our team members were more accountable for, for their time. Um, it was all in the analytics and the reports. But, you know, clients were only being charged for, for the services that they requested and, and, and actually need. Um, and if there's any ever question to it, there was complete transparency because every single minute of what we're doing uh, can be sent over to them in a report if they request it. Well, that's great. So then just through the um, property management software and through a combination of apps, you're able to track the amount of time somebody is spending on each task. They don't have to like enter in something themselves. It's just sort of following them. Yeah. So we, we use a, um, so we've, we've gone through again, a couple of different, uh, applications we've used for time tracking. We're, we're now using something called harvest. Uh, we just shifted away from T sheets. Um, and harvest allows us basically what we do is we'll, we'll take the work order numbers from buildium, um, and we'll put those into kind of like a job or a client into Harvest. Mm -hmm. And um, every day when we go in, we're working on, let's say we go through our, our work workflow. You know, we have to work on a lease agreement. We'll just clock into the lease. Um, you know, client picks up the phone, calls us. We have to switch over. We just switch over to client time and, um, you know, we could do it from the mobile or from the computer. It's, it's very fluid. It's very, very straightforward and easy. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. And great too, because one of the biggest problems, and obviously you wouldn't want to be um, spending as much effort on clients that don't, you know, make you as much money. But this way, it sounds like you have a fee structure that totally works out based on the amount of time and effort that you're spending, which is just good for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, you know, the, the clients that do want the extra time, you know, they want to have that extra phone time um, or, you know, they want to spend more time going through what's going on in a particular unit. Um, we can we can spend that, and they know they're getting charged for it, but they're they're happy to pay for it because they're getting the attention uh, that they want. You know, and there are other clients that are simply just you know collect my rent. I'll, I'll activate your your uh, you know your add-on services if we need them, and and they're happy paying just for that. You know, so it's it works out pretty pretty well. well that's really cool. So then, with the uh, the way that you share that information, um, you know, when it comes time to give out your owner draw, are you able to itemize it? You know, say if a, a property owner has multiple properties, you sort of can show them exactly what you were working on and why. Yeah, we, we can itemize that. That's, that's the beauty of the, um, the harvest uh, uh, software that we're using. 
So um, again, on the, each one of those jobs that were, so we have a general, great, yeah. yeah, so we have a general admin job um, that, you know, or if you will, that we can clock in just for small things that doesn't really make sense to have its own, sure. um, you know, its own um, uh, allocation. But yeah, so we basically, we can, we have a link um, that when the job is closed out, we can create an, an online link to that um, report. And we put that literally right in the building um, work order uh, for the for the for the landlord to see. So if they want to get in there and they actually be like, oh, gee, why did I get you know, why am I getting charged with these admin fees for this month? They can they can literally just open up the the uh, the month's work order or that bill and they can they can get a complete history and a complete breakdown of exactly where all our time was spent. Well, that sounds excellent. And, you know, you said you weren't really into technology or you didn't study it or anything like that, but you sure have a great grasp on it. So for, for those property managers out there that are looking to, you know, stay on top of the latest useful technology and, you know, integrate new processes um, and data into their businesses, you know, what do you recommend? Like, how do you, how do you know and uh, you know, know what to use and how do you stay on top of all of these tools that are, you know, coming up and surging. Yeah, it's it. it you you don't have to know it all. Um, there, there's a lot of people out there nowadays that you know specialize in um, you know very specific areas. But, you know, I think from a higher level, um, you know, many managers come with different experience. Some are better computers. Some are better, you know, out with the people. Uh, you know, uh, with the interactions. Some might be better in, in the field. Uh, you know, do, doing showings and maintenance, etc. And, and I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to, um, you know, reflecting and, and, and maintaining perspective on your, your own business and and constantly reevaluating what's working, what's not working, where am I spending too much time, what could I be potentially doing better, you know, and, and then ask for feedback from people, from clients and tenants, and and just continually to, to improve it. Um, don't be, don't be afraid to, to change things up a bit just because it's, it's new or different or may seem crazy. Um, and that's really, I think what's, uh, you know, what can help folks get to that next level. Right. And, and you're, you're an avid reader as well. From, from what I understand, you read a lot of, you know, industry reports and industry, um, you just read up on the industry just to see how it's changing so you can adapt your business. Is that, is that about right? Yeah. I mean, I try not to, I, I you know, I try not to get too much involved in it, uh, where, where it almost cripples you, but, um, no paralysis you know, analysis. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, cause you, you really can, you could be, you know, cause you start getting into it and you're like, Oh geez, you know, these people are doing this and this, they're doing that. And then, Oh, there's this technology out, there's this out right. there and it, it can be very overwhelming. Right. Um, so I, you know, I just really, I, I do read up a lot on different, um, you know, in the industry and, and uh, what's going on. And, um, you know, the building um, reports that come out are extremely helpful for that purpose also. Uh, well, yeah, um, now that you mention it, we do have a yeah. report that we're working on right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, coming out in October. So, yeah, the industry report, fifth annual State of the Property Management Industry Report coming out in October 2019. So, yeah, we'll definitely, you'll be one of the first to get it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we, we use that data to, you know, we, we you know, the uh, the research that you guys do and asking tenants and landlords what they want to see. I mean, we use that to to, to kind of tweak our processes. So, um, so yeah, it's fantastic. That's great to, great to hear. Um, so, all right. So looking at, you know, you're obviously striving for, for something with your business. You've, you've had a, a strong vision from the beginning about what you want this remote business to be. 
how you want it to operate, how you want it to be efficient, how you want to be transparent for both residents and uh, and property owners. What is that ideal state though? Like, what are, what is like your ultimate goal? Like, if you could say, I want my business to operate this way. Like, what is that that top level vision that you're just striving for that maybe you could share? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's important to to remember, you know, especially um, especially in the in the technology sector that you know you can have an ideal vision of where you want things to be, but in in reality, things will kind of unfold as they will. So, um, I so with that said, I guess the, the ideal structure or uh, you know kind of way we want to operate is to to be able to quickly adapt and change and scale as the industry does and as um, you know different uh, tools become available to us um, at the end of the day it's really about efficiency it's really just about being as efficient as we can m- making things work kind of put things into action and letting the processes processes do what they're supposed to do um, so will will I ever get there? Will, we hope so, but you know, I I, I don't want to say that there, there will ever be a point where we'll we'll reach that and then we can just throw the towel and say we've we've gotten there because it's always going to be changing. It's always going to be um, evolving. Right. It's about the uh, the journey, not the destination. Let's yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As cheesy as that sounds. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, Jonathan George, thank you for joining me today and and talking about Zen Property Management. Always a pleasure, and we hope to have you on the show again some point. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure, as always. Tony, that was your second best interview. Oh, thank you, Fred. I'm, I'm kind of blushing here, and I, I'm verklempt. Is that? <laughs> it's the sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I am very pale. Summer is not kind to me. Uh, that said, you know what? This was a great episode because we really got into the details with Jonathan and. We're talking about a, a property manager here and a property management business owner who is not afraid to look at his processes constantly and always iterate on them so that he's creating a better experience for himself. He's more efficient because he's all about efficiency. And at the end, he's just delivering a better service. Yeah, I would agree with that. When we, um, after the interview, we went and we were checking out his website again, and his intention to create a great experience, whether you're a resident that lives in one of his properties, whether you're a client that he works with, his um, his intention to create a great experience through communication, like he has a chat bot on yeah. his website. We don't see yeah, that don't that see often. That very often yeah. I know. And so it's really impressive. And so he is showing right up front, even before you talk to him, um, that what you can expect from um, interacting with him is going to be based on good communication. And if anyone wants to check out that website for inspiration, go to zenrealestategroup.com. Everything from the navigation bar to the way that you can submit a schedule to have an appointment, everything is so well thought out. Check it out. It's beautiful. I almost shed a tear looking at it. (laughs) Well, that said, that was an awesome interview. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have Jonathan back on the show soon. But if you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star review. And as always, uh, we'll catch you next time Next time on the flip side. I missed that part out. <laughs> Just check you on the flip side. We're keeping that. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>